0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the NB Rage podcast. Today we're making history. 14 episodes it's taken us, but we finally have a guest. Red is with the wonderful Aaron. How are you both doing?
1: I wanna kill this person. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a bitch, <laughs> that oh my god. Awesome. <laughs> I'm scared now. You should be. Well, I might have to run away.
0: Well it was it was nice for you to be here, even if it was for twenty seconds, Aaron. Um I also like Aaron because just before we started recording, I mentioned the red that we have to mention Eurovision because it's gay culture. And what does Aaron say? Yeah, Eurovision is the gay Olympics. Which it is. I mean Aaron is, is correct. It's literally the gay Olympics. We're very excited for Eurovision. Are
2: you excited? I was excited. I'm really sad now. I've got post-Eurovision blues.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was, honestly, it was great. The UK always do ass, and then we actually did Wealth once this year. We almost kind of won, which is kind of crazy. Um, There was lots of fun stuff at Eurovision. I was having the time of my life because Mika performed, who was literally my day awakening when I was, like, 14. And then, after fucking Mika, my gay awakening, before no, before my gay awakening, Mika performed, uh, Maniskin, the first ever gender non-conforming act to win in Eurovision history performed. It was truly a gay night to be remembered. Uh, it was great. I had the time of my life. The boys came over and we watched it together. It was very cute.
1: So what you're saying is you've all had an orgy. Why, 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 when you guys orgy, do you not invite me? Why yeah, this is true. No, we, we, to we, have, we have
0: one rule about, about the, the boys orgy and that is red. Red just can't, Red can't be there, that's the only rule.
1: Why? Why are you like this? Why do you guys hate me? Is it because my penis is too big?
0: yes it is it was it was quite traumatic last time you're involved uh, anyway after all that uh stuff yeah i just wanted to mention eurovision because it's great also shout out to iceland uh, one of the parents uh has a trans kid and um our favorite tough jk rowling tweeted out being like wow i love iceland act it was great like it was really cool and then tweet about like the icelandic flag to be like hashtag iceland and then they were like hmm wonder why you didn't tweet about the other flag that iceland was like waving around in their performance which was the trans flag because you know uh they have a trans kid and it's you know i we love that. Trans children, kind of cool, kind of pog, kind of, you know, a valid.
1: Actually, you know what? I've decided to come out with a bold new statement. Actually, um... JK Rowling, I know where you live. Uh, <laughs> Not I'm this again. To dox a fucking to castle on Wikipedia. To dox I'm going to dox JK Rowling. Be ready, JK. Be, be ready, JK. I'm going to dox you by giving out your publicly known address.
0: Yeah, also I'm pretty sure she tried to sue them claiming like doxing and then she lost the case because they were like, Yeah bestie, it is publicly available information. Obviously, you know, we're joking. We don't actually condone doxing, you know, it's fine. Uh Eurovision was great. Come Mika, if you're Mika, if you're listening to this podcast, I love you. Um Manskin, if you're listening to this podcast as well, I also love you. And go listen to their new single. It was very, very good. They played it. Um also want to shout out Heartstoppers. Um last time we spoke Uh, we talked about how Heartstoppers was coming out the next day. Heartstoppers came out. I watched it. It was great. It was amazing. Red, did you watch it? Please tell me you watched the gay show. No, I
1: haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. It's fine. Red's
0: been living in their own Heartstoppers. I'm not mentally
1: stable. I can't watch the cute gay show about the gays. I'll feel sad.
0: Yeah, it is sad. It's great. Heartstoppers was very, very cute. I watched it with my mum, and my mum thought the ending of Heartstoppers was that the gay character was going to commit suicide. And I was like, Mum, I don't really think... That's the vibe of the show. Spoiler alert, um, for anyone interested, the gay main character does not kill himself at the end because it's actually a nice happy story for once. Um, Susie didn't really get the memo, but it's okay.
1: Susie's, Susie's used to like the old gay stories where the gays have to die at the end because they're all um, because you're not because the Writers Association of America was just like, no, if they're evil characters, they have to die at the end, they're like, gay. and because, and. Sex. Gay equals evil, so they have to die at the end. Uh, that's that's actually a really good book. I I want to do like a whole episode about it called Satan Was a Lesbian, and it is just an absolute piece of fiction that uh, I enjoy um, about a crazy lesbian that just does crazy shit just for like absolutely no reason, and then at the end because of the Writers Association of America's whole thing of like you have to have you have to. K- you have to bury your gays. You have to kill the gays at the end. Um, They just have like the last line of the book is like, and then they just died in the car crash um, just so they don't have to like, have like a long in-depth thing about it. Like the ending had already happened. And then he was just like, and then they died.
0: That's honestly sounds amazing. I need to read this book. Um, So Satan is a lesbian. Sounds great. Check that out. Uh, Also, you know, one of the characters from Heartstoppers, um, uh, uh, why, why did my mind blank? Um, Yasmin Finney, she has joined the Doctor Who cast under Russell D. Davis playing Rose. Uh, so it's cool that we have Rose as a black trans woman, the first ever trans woman I believe to be in casting Doctor Who. Uh, she was great in Heartstoppers. She'll hopefully be great in this show as well. And I believe she's only like 18 as well. So that is Great representation. It'll probably make me watch Doctor Who for a little bit because Doctor Who kind of sucks, but maybe it'll be good under Russell T. Davis. Here's to hoping. We're getting um, we're getting
1: Russell T. Davis back. We're getting David Tennant and Catherine Tate back. We're getting um Scutty Gatwell as uh the Doctor. The oh shit! King's I forgot Doctor. to mention that yet. Yeah,
0: Scooting Gatwell, the first, yeah, yeah, first um, you know a black man to be playing the role of the doctor i think it will be great he was obviously in sex education playing a gay character uh, so it's great representation uh yeah i last time we were going to record the Ridge podcast episode where red may or may not have fell asleep 10 minutes into the recording uh i mentioned Scooty Gatwa, but that was like a week and a half ago so yeah that's great just basically the whole cast is iconic Jasmine finney is iconic scooty gat was great um yeah i know we're here and we're recording there's been a lot of news a lot of stuff happening and so we're we're gonna we're gonna chat about it the first thing is just gonna be like you know updates on stuff it's been kind of good couple of weeks for progressives uh this is how long ago we made on it we're talking about the french election um because i did some good analysis on it and i'm like i want to keep it because it was good analysis um yeah it's basically French uh, French election, for those of you who don't know, which is like a month old at this point, uh, right-wing Islamophobe Macron beat even more right-wing, even more Islamophobic Marianne Le Pen to win the French election. Uh, while I'm not a big fan of Macron and his anti-Muslim policies, uh, most of the people who voted for him did so, not because they like him, but because they believe he's a better fit for Marianne Le Pen. So it's like people voting in democracy over fascism, which is, you know, a good thing, controversial opinion. Um, it is pretty wild, like, doing the research, learning how... Insane, like French politics is. Uh, Marianne Le Pen has peddled the great replacement theory uh, during her manifesto. um You know, she loves doing the whole our nation, our people first, you know, that all fascists love to do. Um, like, she's watered down the policies of the National Front, her party, quite a lot. Uh, her dad was like, kind of did a Holocaust snarl, was anti Semitic, which is kind of a bit of a yikes. Uh, it, but she's also done, you know, lots of Islamophobia herself. So, obviously, quick trigger warning for like, Islamophobia.
1: I'm just saying, we haven't had a good genocide in a while. So maybe <laughs> oh my the Straits are next. Red, what the hell? Maybe the Straits are the next. <laughs> uh, the the next. I'm just saying. Where maybe do the start? French. Maybe the French. On a, on a they're, they're wilding. They're wilding. <laughs> no. yeah. um, French. I
2: don't know if you read about Marine Le Pen's attempt to rehabilitate her image, but she started posting just loads of pictures of her with cats she's doing lots of cat content oh my goodness. to make her seem like
0: a, yeah
1: she's been called small, like the
0: cat mother of granny. france it's really dumb
1: honestly i'm just saying a good genocide now and then keeps everyone on their toes
0: i mean i don't necessarily agree we are we are you're joking A uh, genocide bad hot take uh, but yeah she's been doing lots of anti um yeah, you know, lots of Islamophobia. In 2010, she compared French Muslims praying in the street to, like, Nazi occupiers, like, taking over Germany. As she pledged to ban women wearing headscarves in public and the worst thing she wants to do is she said that the first thing she would do if elected would be to hold a referendum to amend a 1950... Uh, a, uh, make an amendment to the 1952 constitution so that it's no longer forbidden to discriminate against country of origin in the workplace and introduce like preferential housing schemes for french people so basically she's going to be like hey um you know non-french people what if you just don't have rights basically which is not great Uh, i watched no rights no rights rights. right um (laughs) Uh, yeah, but I, I watched a great Novara media video on it and their summary of the situation was that under her father, the National uh, the uh, the, uh, the National Front Party would have resulted in, like, Muslims having no rights. Whereas under her, it would mean that Muslims only have some rights, which are, you know, still not great. Uh, obviously, it's a good thing this person didn't win because she's fucking wilding. But it's still insane that, like, France is insanely far right um, that like Macron basically has to be Islamophobic as well to do really well the only reason she seems more moderate as well to like walk down her image is because two other dudes running in the first round were even more right wing um, Eric Zemmour um, so, so Valerie Bukas sorry of the centre right endorsed a great replacement theory and Eric Zemmour uh, wanted to ban the name Mohammed and create a remigration ministry to deport migrants back home a little bit like the UK's current policy about Mirandan migrants but anyway um that's fucking wild, dang. They would be, be going crazy.
1: Honestly, ra- race, Honestly, racism is not cute or quirky. So could you guys like stop? Could you guys like not be racist, please?
0: Yeah, uh, racism. Yeah, stop racism. We're like, um, we like, you know, like you know, like when Kendall Jenner did the, did the Pepsi can. That's what the NBA Rage podcast is doing right now. We we've solved racism. Uh, it's bad um we did it guys uh yeah also uh really we need a pepsi
1: this... gun we need like a gun to shoot cans of pepsi at people you're probably like bang no racism bang no racism did you hear someone do a racism shoot a pepsi at them? Mm-hmm.
2: very
0: compliant i mean honestly i would probably i was gonna say i'd be less right ra- i'm not racist i I mean if i was a racist i think a pepsi would help me calm down and be less racist but i'm obviously not racist um yeah but Aaron just br- said
1: that you're racist
0: amazing. I'm not racist, guys. This is so mean. Um, But yeah, in terms of Macron's uh, Islamophobia, he's done some pretty wild stuff. So he passed a bill that gives state power to specifically monitor specific Muslim organizations. Uh, some of his allies, such as Interior Minister uh, Gérald d'Armignon, I believe that's how French surnames work, uh, has criticized dedicated aisles in supermarkets for halal and kosher food. Uh, in 2020, uh, d'Armignon also dissolved the largest NGO on Islamophobia in France, calling it an enemy of the republic after a 2020 murder of a school teacher um it's yeah pretty wild um as well but yeah uh, it's 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 not been too great i think there was also a quote by his like interior minister as well that i would like to read out uh yeah uh by sorry a man called frederick vidal uh, he said, Islamo leftism is playing the entire society. I'm going to call for an investigation into all the currents of research on these subjects in the universities so we can distinguish proper academic research from activism and opinion. So basically, like, I, I believe uh, um, Macron's interior minister or maybe education minister, Freddie Vidal, was doing the whole, oh yeah, like, leftists are like pushing this radical Muslim agenda in schools, you know, that we hear all the time about how evil woke leftism is destroying society when actually. Woke leftism is basically can people have rights, please? And they're like,
1: what? This is the worst. Could I have like a whole right, please? I would like I have a crumb of a right, at Could least? I have, please, my capitalist masters? Please, may I have a crumb? Please. A crumb, Just one righteous crumb, one righteous crumb, please.
0: Literally. Um. So yeah, and obviously the main point of this whole thing is basically outlining how fucking wild, fr- how fucking insanely right wing, um, the state of French politics is at the moment. But someone who is like, better, more progressive, again, not a Macron fan by any means, but a better dude, um, like, got elected into power, which is a good thing. I also forgot to speak about other stuff, like in 2021, the anti-separatism law that passed to target Islam, separatism, and to free Islam in France from foreign influences. Uh, It also included greater state rights to police, places of worship, uh, more control over sports, cultural clubs, and greater oversight over schooling, um, which is not great. As well as this, um, sorry, uh, what's her name? Uh, Le Pen is a massive like Putin fan uh, she got a loan of 11 million euros or 12.2 million dollars from Russia in 2014 that helped finance her 2017 presidential election run in 2017. She basically lost the election by stating that she would leave NATO, uh, which like ended her political hopes. So she has watered that down a little bit, but like in terms of like the whole what to do about, you know, the, you know, the, the, the big war going on in Ukraine at the moment, she's repeatedly been like, I don't think sanctions are a good thing. Like they're not good for the French people. Uh, basically like, talking about stuff and it's just kind of been weirdly defending a lot of Putin's positions which is strange that someone who got shit tons of money from Putin previously
1: pond. kind of Ooh. likes him that's kind of sad. allegedly
0: oh uh, yeah well it's not alleged she did get money from him in 2017 uh, but she didn't get money from him well we can't just say He's that
1: she's straight up a Russian
0: farm oh uh, yeah we can't say she's just straight up a Russian farm we can just say that she does seem to like you know some Russian things but she's not necessarily just a farm um and yeah that's the whole thing marianne le pen kind of kind of an l uh, as as a human being uh macron slightly less of an l as a human being and he won and so that's that's good that was a win for the progressives back in the day there's also been um tons and tons of other stuff like there's been tons and tons of really good stuff that's happened recently um in the in the like uk and stuff um in, in regards to policy so for example um there was the infamous case of bell versus tavistock so kira bell is like a detransitioner who basically alleges that tavistock which is like the main gender like healthcare clinic in the nhs in the uk um for the nhs in the uk sorry was like you know basically saying, oh, you're definitely trans and, like, rushing you through surgeries and stuff and, like, being really, really dangerous. She also argued that, like, you know, uh, puberty blockers for minors is, like, really unsafe and dangerous. Basically, was trying to argue that, like, Tavistock was bad. Uh, and so uh, because, you know, she was suing Tavistock, uh, puberty blockers were banned from being given out to under-18s in the UK as a whole. But I think that case, like, two weeks ago, got thrown out of the Supreme Court, so it didn't even have to get discussed, which now means, um, you know people under the age of 18 in the uk can go back to having puberty blockers which is great there was also the case of gender gp um so gender gp was getting sued by or like getting sued by turfs they were basically accusing her of wrongly prescribing gender affirming care to trans youths um it was like a bunch of like yeah nhs clinicians like turf nhs clinicians like trying to get her done and i think the court precedent that they said like in the court the a judge literally said that like her care was of the highest possible quality. Like she's really good for like gender affirming care. And it seems as though these people who are like criticizing her are criticizing her specifically because like they want to make life as difficult as possible for trans people. So it's a massively good thing that, um, you know, gender GP is still able to give out like hormones to people under the age of 18 in the UK and puberty blockers and stuff. And it's great that like even the court seem to think that like, you know, her care is good because it is. And we love gender GP.
1: Wonderful. We love um, forcibly transitioning children. Oh um it, It's a part of the gay agenda. It's part of the gay agenda. It's part of the gay agenda. My trans dear, trans
2: conversion therapy is you know converting, converting cis people.
1: It's trans people. Mm. Yeah, and obviously we it's, need it's we need more trans people. We need to get it's, it's a you know,
0: It's obviously a legitimate thing that's obviously definitely happening. You know, obviously, you know, that's what all, all, all the gays want is, is 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 you know, trans conventional therapy. Obviously, it's definitely not like
1: BS or whatever. The meme um, the, the, the meme the meme is that I have to say things that are horrendous. Um the Yeah, so I and panic I'm and I'm no like, no, I'm gonna joking. get sued. <laughs> Like I have to say, oh, I'm just go- I'm on my way to go assassinate Boris
0: Johnson. So don't assassinate no Boris Johnson, guys. We're going it, he's to not a
1: live correspondent who is also an assassin. Yeah, it's that was like, read last serious.
0: week. What it was re- last recording. Us. thought it was really funny to be like, I am going live to me trying to assassinate Boris Johnson, which they weren't and they're not doing. <laughs> we don't condone assassinating the prime minister, although we do assassinate calling him a cunt. Uh, on live TV. Uh, that's fine. I think that's okay to do, uh, free speech and what? Actually, I don't think you can, because it's, like, live television. But, like, yeah, I just don't like him very much. We're allowed to say we don't like him, but, obviously, assassination, kind of bad, hot take. Um, yeah, there's been some other crazy stuff. There is some other shit I want to talk about that's not been quite so positive. So, um... Yeah, oh, oh, the other thing about the... Sorry, D P thing i forgot to mention is that um, they tore into the NHS as being really insecure... uh, Sorry, as being, like, inefficient to trans people. Um, But there has been some negative stuff. For example, Education Minister... Uh, Nadeem Zawahi, uh, suggests that teachers must tell parents if a child comes out as trans. Because obviously, you know, it's protecting the children and it's a safeguarding issue and all the stuff. And it's like, I don't even know why I have to say this. Outing a child is literally not safeguarding. The only reason why a kid is not telling their parents that they are trans or like queer is because their parents are probably homophobic and or transphobic. And so it's not safe for them to do so. Like, how does saying to parents who are most likely transphobic. By the way, your kid who you don't is trans, we know that you don't think being trans is a thing or whatever. Yeah, your kid is that. Um, they don't want you to know, by the way. That's not safeguarding. That is like not that's really dangerous for the children. And the fact that the like education minister thinks that's like an okay thing to suggest and is a good thing that will protect children, is literally like the exact opposite. It's insane.
1: We love insanity within the government. We love it. It's just so good for us, you know? I love having my rights taken away and it's so good for me. And I'm not currently like going through my third mental breakdown purely based on the fact that our government hates us existing yeah i know it is
0: kind of pretty depressing to talk about like when you know you know like yesterday in pmqs when you know Keir starmer asked boris johnson if he'd like commit to a windfall tax because you know uh, how much money everything costs now because the government's kind of screwed up with the cost of living crisis and rather than answer the question boris johnson decides to go you don't even know what a woman is and it's like yeah i'm, gr- I'm glad that the prime minister thinks making like dog phobic uh, dog phobic transphobic dog whistles to uh, like to like take the piss out of a political opponent and like you know make fun of trans people and their experiences is like an appropriate response to the cost of living crisis it's just so bad
2: i saw a meme today that um was this woman who was saying next time my energy company sends me a bill instead of sending them money i'm just going to send them the definition of a woman
1: (laughs) yeah it's like it's just so dumb. People. This is the definition of a woman. Do you even know what the definition, of a, know what
2: the definition of a woman is? Okay, oh my I, God, I have. You don't I have a hot take. A
0: I have. I have a hot take on this. My hot take is like the whole idea that there should be one definition of woman. Kind of dumb. I feel like if you were to speak to women, they'd have like different definitions as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, because some of like being a woman is like being a mother. But, like, what if you don't want to have kids? Then surely being a mother is not going to like really come into your definition of what like being a woman is. I feel like it's pretty unique experience for different people. The whole concept that conservatives are trying to be like, oh, a woman is uh, you know, uh, someone who gives birth and has uterus and it's like, no, like, women are great, women are cool, women can do whatever they want to do. If a woman if someone's identified as a woman, if they feel like they're a woman, that's fine. I don't get why you're so obsessed with, no, not to be a woman. You have to give baby, you have to give birth to baby, look after baby, that's it. It's like, so dumb.
2: That kind of leads on to a discussion <laughs> of having earlier today about how obviously you can't tell through the audio but I am a black person Um, and I was saying that you never really see uh, black or Asian turfs and the way that I kind of uh, reasoned it was that essentially you know white femininity has quite a sacred position in society where you know, not for good reasons, unfortunately, because of paternalism and because of patriarchy, men feel the need to protect, uh, you know, white women and white femininity out of chauvinist motivations. But as far as I've noticed, you never really see black or Asian turfs because if if you as a black woman or an Asian woman don't even have a safe space as a woman, you know, to be threatened by trans people, then you won't see trans people as a threat for the same reasons that a white woman may. You know, not to say that black and Asian women can't be transphobic. Unfortunately, I can speak from, uh, you know, people from the same culture that I come from, and there is a lot of transphobia in in those cultures, but it's not really for the same reasons because, like I said... Black and Asian women have a different experience of femininity, and their experience is quite an insecure one.
0: Yeah, I think that I think that's a good point. I mean, the only high profile like uh, black dove I can think of is Alison Bailey, who's also a lesbian, who's currently suing Stonewall, and it's going really, really badly. It's quite funny. She keeps on like i haven't been following like the live court updates too much but like but it's just it's just a bit of an alpha her she's not doing too well in terms
2: of um you i vaguely know, heard about this
0: suing suing stonewall it, it's 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 not going great um but yeah it, it's a good point you raise obviously like i'm not a person of color i'm not gonna speak up but it's good to have like those voices on and hear their opinion And it's like yeah i mean i don't think there are like or at least the most infamous ones do tend to be white women i think part of that as well as obviously like you know white women are just you know because of their like whiteness are so, like in a more privileged position anyway so they're like more in like a higher position in society anyway so like there aren't as many you know black or asian voices as well to like be able to express their transphobia to the world but yeah it's, it's definitely an interesting point to like that you notice that, like white feminism might be like quite a unique experience or different experience to like other forms of feminism uh and again yeah it it, it all does like tie into like different experiences of what like being a woman is or what like feminism means to different people and it's just dumb to like try because we love putting things into little boxes and that's why being non-binary is great because it's like no i'm not in those boxes i can be whatever i want to be who the fuck cares dude like
1: yeah (laughs) you have no strings on me boxes (laughs) you i identify out of the gender norm
0: yeah literally you and it's kind of
1: control me honestly
0: literally yeah it's kind of kind of kind of fun not being not being you know put in little boxes it's kind of cool do thing however you want um there's also what's the other thing that happened that was kind of bad oh yeah sajid javid is like launching an investigation into the nhs uh he plans a review of impact of gender dysphor- dysphoria treatment because again of like the conspiracy theory that nhs are like rushing children into transitioning and all this stuff and it's like Again, there doesn't seem to be that much influence to it. Like, please speak to actual trans people. Because all these orgs are, like, arranging all these, like, transphobic policies. They're like, we want to hear, like, like when the government said, let's not ban conversion therapy, they're like, we need to hear both sides of the debate. And the one side, which is, you know, the trans people that are undergoing it, other than, like, the two or three detransitioners who are doing so much harm to the movement. Like, it's basically a bunch of trans people being like hey this is what it's like it's actually really hard to get any form of gender affirming care in the uk it's definitely not being fucking rushed in any means like whatsoever what do you mean and they're like well actually we think it is so we're not going to listen to you we're going to listen to this turf group who doesn't know what it's like to be trans and just listen to them instead and they say that um what if a 12 year old kid uh has bottom surgery which is definitely not something that they can undergo in the uk because as i said no gender affirming like surgery is available to people under the age of 18 in the uk but they're like rather than actually listen to trans people and the majority of people who support trans rights they're like let's listen to the two groups who don't and then basically base our entire review off of those it's so stupid this is the exact same thing this is what happens when people have too much free time honestly yeah it kind of is like you know because it's, it's also the other thing that i want to point out as well is it's no surprise that the tory party who are like privatizing off the nhs tons of like articles and tons of stuff is coming about out about how bad the nhs is and it's like really unfair on like trans people are getting everything rushed through and it's like yeah if you're like a fucking turf and you hate trans people right you're more likely to support privatization of the nhs or because if you think that like the nhs has gone woke and like you know a bunch of people are you know forcing people to transition or whatever so it's it's going to allow the nhs privatization bill that i believe is currently getting debated like through the house of lords house of commons right now like increasing and spreading the privatization of the nhs it's more likely to get public support and public approval if they can get enough people to think that like the nhs has been overtaken by the transes which is again not something that's happening so it's no surprise that tons of you know groups and tons of like right trans
1: agenda
0: yeah the trans agenda it's like no surprise that tons of right-wing papers are coming out of articles being like oh the nhs loves trans people too much so that's why it should be privatized basically it's basically doing the, the propaganda that the tories want them to do and i'm just pointing it out there guys so unsurprisingly yeah this you know him being like the nhs is being too kind to trans people is another justification for the guy who's literally trying to privatize the nhs which is a bad thing because we love the nhs
1: I, you know what? We stand the NHS. We stand the NHS. We stand medical workers everywhere. Honestly, can we get some like fan edits of like doctors, please? <laughs> some like fan cams, please? Of like yeah. Them, well, like, we get we we, like... we
0: did we did all the clapping. We did all the clapping for the doctors last year. So I guess it's like fine. We can just take away all their money and privatise yeah, them all. it's fine now. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's no fine problem now. We don't need to do anything anymore. It's fine. Um, Yeah, very, very good point. Uh, There was also, yeah, so I I just wanted to point that out. This is also another article. Here's going to be some deep cutting analysis from me for once, which is going to be very, very exciting. Um, Basically, yesterday, or I think it was the day before, no, it was yesterday, an article, it might be two days before, it was recent news. No, it was, sorry, it came from the Sunday Times. Anyway, um, the Times on Sunday published this article uh, anonymously about how one trans girl uh, sorry, not one trans girl, one girl like was driven out of school for questioning trans identity, and the other 60 kids in the class like were really horrible to her because she was transphobic. They then have subsequently changed the title to say J.K. Rowling defends girl driven out of school for questioning trans identity, because of course, if you want TERFs to believe your point, it has to be mentioned that J.K. Rowling obviously um supports this decision. And it's like, it's really interesting that like the journalism they're doing here, because again, they mention an ano- one anonymous girl, and in a random school where there just so happened to be everyone else completely up and against an, you know, her opinion. And despite it being completely anonymous, not mentioning the girl, like the school, any of the students, all that stuff. Which means you can kind of fabricate that story really, really easily. Because like, how on earth can you disprove it? You, you cannot, we cannot disprove that this article like was, was made up. Because it's like an anonymous girl who didn't want to come forward because of like, you know, the stuff she was getting. And also it's like, it's really easy to make it up because you can just say, oh, a random girl who, you know, no one needs to know who she is or what school she went to or anything. She was thrown out of school and um, for questioning the trans agenda. And Owen Jones, who's a journalist I really like, is doing great work at the moment. He's, um, on Twitter after this article came out, he was like, hey, any of the other 60 girls who, you know, allegedly drove this girl out of school and, you know, were uh, being affirming of trans rights, do you want to have your opinion? Like, come speak to me and, you know, I want to find out, like, what your take was in our situation. Because surely if there's 60 girls who were, you know, calling out this turf and being like hey girl who doesn't like trans people you kind of suck surely they'd want to like defend themselves but like this is why we said what we said uh, but as i said it, this article by the times could just be entirely made up and there'd be no way to prove it so i think it's a good thing for, Ale- for joe uh, owen jones to try and find the other side speak to the other side because again turfs love being like listen to the other side guys guys look this is what happens when a girl says she doesn't like trans people she gets thrown out of school okay well can we listen to the opinion of the 60 girls who Did support trans women and trans rights? Oh, no, you can't. That's really bad. It's like no one wants to treat the trans debate like people just want to be transphobic and not get called out on it. That's what it is. People don't actually give a shit about the debate. It's got nothing to do with the debate. Like you cannot have the civil debate because you've got one side that is like, hey, trans people exist and deserve rights, by the way. And the other side that are like, no, 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 no. I don't like trans people. I don't think they should have any rights. And if you say that that's transphobic, then you're just horrible and you hate free speech. It's so dumb.
2: What really frustrated me about this article was that the teachers that spoke to the to the Times about the incident said that how this incident played out led them to believe that okay, yes, you know, um, transgenderism—I think as they referred it to—is it truly is an ideology? And I thought to myself, like you mentioned, how Marine Le Pen, you know, peddles the great replacement theory, and if the same incident happened, but actually, you know, she was saying some things that were um, racist and everyone said, oh my God, how could you be so racist? That's, you know, that's disgraceful. And like she alleges, they chased her out of school. And then the Times wrote an article saying, um, oh, this girl has been chased out of school because she dared to, she dared to question that uh, people of color are overrunning the UK that is ideologically fascist so i i I find it really dichotomous to 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 you know essentially be doing fascist propaganda and then go oh yes you know we're peddling an ideology that is transphobic and then accusing these people of you know also trying to peddle an ideology when in fact it is just an inherent truth
0: sorry I was muted, my mistake. (laughs) Firstly it's so dumb because they're like oh yeah like you know it's this idea, it's like no it's it's a fact that like trans women are women like fucking speak to any medical professionals like the NHS literally thinks trans women are women and the NHS you know bunch of doctors way smarter than me they think trans women are women they probably know better also trans women exist you know we, we know this it's a fact but it's like yeah it's a really good point it's basically just two competing ideologies and i'm pretty sure right that's like a debate right it's two different sides but it's not it's not like as i say it's just not people trying to treat it genuinely they're saying like no 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 this ideology is wrong and untrue which isn't the case trans women are women we know this for a fact um, and it, yeah it's, it's just like two competing ideologies like bashing it out it just is really dumb and it's it's so stupid i just like hate that this article got so popular and again like you know they didn't speak to any of the you think in an article whereby 60 girls allegedly bullied and harassed a girl out of school they might want to be like hey you know, seeing as this is a debate and we always bang on about how we need to have both sides in this trans debate, why don't we talk to you and explain your side of the story? No, because they're not interested in that. They're pushing their own agenda. And yeah, they're pushing their own ideology. And it's like, so dumb to be like, oh, the trans ideology bad, we shouldn't listen to it. But listen to our ideology where we argue that trans being bad. And yeah, it's it's just stupid. You also made some good points about like, yeah, I, I think it would be true if they were peddling the Great Replacement Theory and they got called out on it. Like, that is wrong as well. But it's like, obviously people just Don't see it that way. It's so dumb. It's like, or if they were being like fucking homophobic and being like, I don't think gay people exist. They're just confused. That is obviously wrong, but people can understand like that racism exists and that homophobia exists and understand how, you know, the great replacement theory is like fucking racist as shit and how, you know, saying gay people doesn't exist. They're just confused. is fucking homophobic as shit. But because trans rights is this new mystical thing suddenly, oh, well, actually maybe it is correct to say that trans people don't exist when it's just not true. It's so fucking dumb. And I hate how, like, newspapers can just publish this shit
1: uncritically. Trans and people? What are those? I, I've never heard of trans people before. What are they? Trans don't like them. Trans, trans girls? Trans girls, trans men. What, what are those? I, I don't NB's, know. What are they? N- nb Rage? N B. N- N- Rage? That's a podcast. That's really good. You N- should listen to That's um, a podcast, yeah. I put NB Rage let's go. on Spotify. Please
0: listen to it. <laughs> Please listen. I mean, you'll we're asking you to listen to this while recording and uploading your subset. and you're currently listening to us ask you to listen to it. Anyway, Um. yeah. So that We're was... allowed to
1: shamefully plug our own podcast on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we, we, can, we
0: can shamefully plug our podcast on the podcast, I think. But yeah, it's like literally so insane uh, and and so done there was also a great thread a couple weeks ago this is the last thing we're going to talk about on like you know the whole trans debate thing uh, it was by what the trans who's also like a like twitter account that they do like um you know queer podcasts and stuff and they were talking a great thing about how the cultural stuff is really really bad because i don't know if you know this the tories have passed a series of really really wild like really really dangerous and bad policies but as she pointed out in her thread like None of you see this. No one is talking about the elections bill that got passed that literally makes the Tories in charge of elections they are the ones who can decide like if an investigation if, if an election is fair or not they can decide like certain stuff as well which is really fucking fascist and really fucking bad but no one's talking about that because instead we're talking about if trans people exist which we obviously know they do no one is talking about the nhs bill which is trying to accelerate the privatization that has recently passed no one is talking about the fucking police crime and sentencing bill that literally makes peaceful protesting punishable by up to 10 years in prison no one's talking about that instead of talking about if trans women exist and it's so stupid and so dangerous like those policies have way more of an effect on our lives but no one's talking about it because instead we're debating about whether a group deserves to have the same rights as human beings which is so dumb
1: it feels less like a dog whistle and more like a look over here it's just a distraction it doesn't yeah Yeah, it's a distraction method not a dog whistle in my opinion It feels more like they are going towards this, they're being like, this is the problem, this is what we need Mm -hmm. to talk about. Not that they're they're actually transphobic, it's just that they are using it because it is an easy thing for them to point at and be like, this is a problem, we need to deal with this. uh, there's, There's an issue here, we don't really know yeah. if trans people are actually real or not, this kind of thing. That's what it feels like to me. I completely agree,
2: because I... I see parallels between this and debates about refugees and, again, I don't think, I've always said this, I think that the Tory party is institutionally racist, it's institutionally Islamophobic, it's institutionally transphobic, but I don't think that they are all racist, Islamophobics or transphobes. But they clearly recognise this as an issue that their electorate, you know, will uh, lap up as they do. So then they say, yeah, you know, this is clearly the, the best distraction method that we can come up with at the moment. Let's peddle it until, you know, it expires, as it always does. But then unfortunately, they always find something else to replace it with, which is, you know, why we've had 12 years of Tory rule.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's so true. I mean, it's like the idea that the party that literally fucking passed the Section 28 bill and the fact that the current Prime Minister literally said like 10, 15 years ago that gay people are a bunch of tank top wearing bum boys suddenly are really interested in like protecting gay people just isn't true or the fact that the tory party well like literally there's like over 100 it's like 56 mps are currently under investigation for like sexual misconduct in the house of commons there was one tory mp who literally was under investigation for like rape and sexual assault and was still allowed to have a job and be in the house of commons for two years yet suddenly these this party really really gives a shit about like protecting women and their interests no of course they don't they just fucking want to discriminate against trans people it's fucking insane to me that people like believe that conservatives is like about protecting and caring about women it's like no obviously not
2: i i i find it funny how um, this party is referred to, and not even by people who are like politically in tune, but even members of the public who they just hear about it in passing and then they vote every five years. The Tory party is known for being a, an electoral machine. That's their whole thing. They win elections, but I I don't see how you can recognise that and then not be able to identify why and how they win elections. They're electoral machines because they, you know, they're populists who recognize that issues like transphobia like islamophobia like racism are unfortunately popular with sections of their electorate
0: yeah it's true uh that's a good point but now we've you know
2: we've chatted about all that
0: stuff had some interesting discussions and stuff and now we're going to move on to some other stuff talking i guess we've sort of of spoken about it a little bit but we're going to talk about the whole myth of free speech stuff because of elon Well, like four weeks ago, he was going to buy Twitter and now it's basically blown up and he's not going to buy Twitter, which is really, really funny. But basically, um, yeah, he was obviously like, I really care about free speech and Twitter doesn't support free speech. And so I, a billionaire who, you know, has increasingly stated literally today that I want to vote Republican and like, you know, This dude who's like a fucking billionaire. Obviously, I'm only joining Twitter for free speech purposes, not because it's like really, really good and I can like push my own messages on it. It's like, it's so dumb to me that like the right wing, like the Tory party over here or Republicans in the US, are seen as like the two do to protect free speech when all the policies they pass don't support free speech. Uh, He bought Twitter for 44 billion in cash. Uh, He also bought some in like Tesla stock, but basically Tesla has absolutely fucking flopped since doing this. So he may not be able to buy it as a whole. Uh, it was also really bad so when he first tried to do it the board of directors turned him down and so he couldn't buy it so basically he kind of forced their hand by offering so much money through stock and through his own personal like money that he would become the majority shareholder so twitter can't really say no to that so he kind of strong his way in there um obviously he did it about free speech but it's not really about free speech um it, it, it's you know this is just the best summary of it it was a viral tweet which is why do the people who are so open about wanting to defend free speech so much just want to say slurs and it's literally like that's what it is that's literally what their definition of free speech is it's just like yeah we want to do we we want to say the n-word and we want to call, call gay people the f-slur and like have no consequences for it but obviously i support free speech it's like no just you just want to be a
1: bigger and not have any problems with it we don't love bigotry in this house, unless it's against straight people, at which point it's perfectly fine and valid. Okay. Do you true. agree? Pause. Yeah. Yes. Yep. We hate we hate the straights. The straights are bad. They co- decision. contribute nothing to society anymore. Honestly, I think a culling is in order. I think oh my a good old-fashioned well, culling, obviously I feel okay. like maybe we should put them in like a oh, small the sectioned area. The oh, matches. brilliant. We're doing segregation oh, now, of straights, now straights. Are we now,
0: Red. That's amazing. <laughs> Iconic. Um, obviously, we don't support segregation. Obviously, we're joking, guys. It's fine. Straight people, kind of okay. Um, well done, guys. Um, Aaron, yeah. do you support segregation? I'm black,
2: so...
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, It's a very, very good point. Uh, yeah, um yeah it's it's dumb also it's like talking about the myth of free speech like how twitter was owned by the richest man in the world i think it's um the new york times or is o or yeah the new york times i believe is owned by um what's his name carlos slim and then like uh wall street Journal or, or, or Washington Post maybe is owned by Jeff Bezos. So three of the richest men in the world owning really like Post. the biggest form of social media and then two of the biggest like newspaper publications in the world isn't really free speech. In the UK, um, three companies own 90% of UK newspapers. And this is also true of social media. Facebook owns three, uh, three-fifths three of the most popular social media companies, Snapchat, Facebook and Instagram. Um, and it's literally insane. The two main um, ones in the UK... The two main like, um, pra- like uh, media organisations that aren't owned by those three companies are the BBC and Channel Four, both of which are getting their funding cut by the Tory Party. So what a surprise that like you know the Tories, who you know you know fucking Rupert Murdoch loves the Tories. He always talks about the Tories. You know he runs the Daily Mail, the most read newspaper in the country, and the Sun. Uh, obviously he loves the Tories. What a surprise that like the the, the, the Tories want to criticise the BBC and Channel Four, who've been the two main people I think. Like, you know, whenever they've done interviews on the BBC and Channel 4, they've been whooping the, the Tories' assets. And now all of a sudden, because they're getting owned by these, you know, journalists, they're like, let's cut all your funding so you can't insult us anymore. Um, which is
1: stupid. Just limiting the power, just limiting the power.
0: Yeah, very true. Um, The other thing is, as well, uh, I watched another Novara Media on this. I love Novara Media. I got into them, like, two weeks ago. They're great. They're, like, an independent uh, left-wing, like, media company. Check them out on YouTube if you want. I think they've got, like, uh, a donation thing on at the moment, so donate to them if you wish as well. Um, But... Dahlia Gabriel, um, she made a really, really good point about Talk TV, which is that Piers Morgan and Rupert Murdoch, this is their brand new show, Talk TV. um, The culture that Piers Morgan complains about all the time about this woke cancel culture is a culture that they have participated in and they have created. The reason why we have stifled political debate, stifled political imagination and cancel culture is much more a consequence of the right than it is of the left. Piers Morgan would be nothing without cancel culture and all this stuff, like he he literally makes his entire career on it. I mean, try criticize the Murdoch press and see what will happen to you. Like, they fucking will cancel the shit out of you and find anything for it. I mean, fucking Meghan Markle is literally just a random black woman who left the royal family and because she fucking had dated... Because she fucking dated uh, Piers Morgan and then fell in love with Harry and then ditched his ass, he literally has made it his fucking mission to criticize her for literally anything she does. And it's like... Meghan Markle was dating Piers Morgan? No, so, so they met... So this is what happened. So they met up for drinks. I think it was either, so, so they met up for drinks once and then at the exact same, like, event... Where she met with Piers Morgan for drinks, she met Prince Harry, fell in love with yeah. him, and then like cut him off and never talked to him again. So the reason why I think Piers Morgan is so salty is because he was obviously really into her, and then she left him because she found the love of her life. Yes. And then what a surprise, he's going fucking mental about it. Like yeah, that's what happened. Like he got he got rejected, and then just fucking goes insane about it.
2: The 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 most like frustrating thing about it as well is that they're not even trying to hide the fact that their whole thing is. You know we're going to do council culture and uh, uh it, it, you know be fascist essentially that's the i'm struggling to find the words because i'm so confused and outraged but i even there, um like marketing for it i think there was one it was like a tweet or something or um maybe it was just an advert or something but it was like piers morgan saying Oh yeah, I've got this new show. It's gonna be great, but uh, here's a warning: it's not for people who read the Guardian. And it's like, okay, right? We we know very obviously what this means, but the the fact that you're not even trying to, you know, hide it now, and and and, you know, oh, I don't, I I have no words. I have no words. I'm just outraged and upset, and I want to get off this ride. That is the world
0: yeah i mean i have no words is is like a pretty good summary to be fair it is fucking wild i mean like it's yeah the the reason why there's no like mainstream fascist party in this country is because that means there are enough people in this country who are fascists that are satisfied with the current like state of politics and it is fucking like insane like how 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 fucking how, how bad and stupid it is. But I do want to talk about the whole, you know, right-wing myth of free speech stuff. As I say, there's no free speech, there's no free press in this country, and you can't have free speech without, like, free press. Um, but also, like, even so, like, the stuff that Elon Musk was tweet- tweeting about was, like, so dumb about his pro-free speech stuff, it's obviously, like, got nothing to do with freedom of speech. He's, like, been tweeting the most embarrassing stuff ever. Like, he tweeted out this graph where he was, like, you know the left in 2016 and the right they were like both pretty even and now over time the left have gone really far left and really woke and the right haven't and they, they've basically stayed the same and it's like firstly wow what a shock that conservatives people who conserve their views and values don't really change whereas progressives people who are trying to progress their views and society long has gone more left that's hardly a shock but also statistically it's not even fucking true i mean literally this week in Buffalo, a white guy live-streamed on Twitch him going into Buffalo, a shopping mall, where he had found... Uh, he'd gone into the shopping mall specifically because he thought there'd be, like, the most black people possible in that shop to kill people. He was an open white supremacist, like, who, because of stuff he'd seen through his own admission on stuff like, you know, the uh, on stuff like Fox News and stuff, where they openly promote um, the rep- Great Replacement Theory, which was one of his main things he was chatting about in his, like, 800-page manifesto. He went into a short and like shot up a bunch of black people because he's a fucking white supremacist racist and it's like this happened right now what do you mean the left has gone more radical or extreme the right literally statistically have like the republican party literally two years ago did a coup on the government where they tried to overthrow it because the wrong guy won what do you mean the left is really radical and insane like and again in the uk in this country how the fuck just because the 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 labor government has given some blanket wet blanket promises to trans people doesn't mean they've gone further left when than, than the right who are literally doing fucking fascist policies like a policy that can take away um that, that can take away British citizenship to like two fifths of the country, and like a banning peaceful protests. Obviously, it's clear through like recent political trends that the right is going way further to the right, while the left is no- not going anywhere near as far to the left. It's so dumb.
1: Honestly, the conservatives need to like have like a shake up. They need to like be more conservative? I don't know. Cons-
2: <laughs> they do need to be more conservative. I wish they would, you know, if, if if anything, if we have to have them, I wish they'd conserve their views from maybe, you know, 2010, to from the coalition government. If you compare the Prime Minister we have now and compare the Prime Minister we had between 2010 and 2017, you know, I am not a big David Cameron fan, but he legalised gay marriage, right? And now we're at a place... Where we're, uh, uh, you know, enacting bills that, like you said, illegalize protest. Um, if anything, the right has moved further to the right, the Overton window has shifted.
0: Yeah, I know. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's so insane to me that, like. People like can legitimately think about how like how fucking insanely far left, like how how the left has gone too far. Cause like the stuff they're complaining about is literally tiny stuff. They're literally like, oh, the left want people to say trans people exist and to like be nice to people's pronouns, which is like. And evidence of the collapse of western society but the party that's literally doing fascism is like just the exact same as it's always been you know it's like so dumb um also you know it's the biggest myth in the world that like the right wing or, or like you know the conservatives and the republicans are committed to free speech again if we look at the policies like all of the major like recent free speech policies like policies that are going against our free speech have been passed by like the republic by the conservatives sorry who got rid of all our fucking unions in the 80s maggie thatch and the conservatives who is right now got rid of our right to protest the current conservative government who's passed like the police crime and sentencing bill the conservative government like it took so long to get the fucking police crime and sentencing bill in because no politicians on the left were willing to support it because of how fucking insane it is what do you mean like how how is banning our right to protest in any way you supporting our right to free speech it's not like both sides both the left and the right don't want total free speech both want their own version of free speech and that's fine i honestly think that's like how it should be i think we can like debate what you know free speech should be, I don't think we should have absolute free speech, but it's so annoying to me that the right is like, no, 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 no. free speech is absolutely important, you should support my right to say the n-word because I want to, but also uh, I don't want total free speech either, but I'm going to pretend that I do, it's so annoying, just just like, why can't you just come out and say what you believe, like I can say, I'm a gay communist, I want gay space communism, why can't you say, I kind of want to say the n-word and I want to be a fascist, just say it, it's, it's fine.
1: I would rather that you would just straight up with me just like tell the truth. Come on. Literally, speak I would your truth. just speak I would your truth.
0: I would just rather you called me a faggot It's like literally the best explanation of the situation. It's like, yeah, I would I'd rather you be like I don't like trans people. They suck. I want to take away their rights than be like, "Oh, I'm just asking questions." Like, no, you're not. Just fucking say you hate trans people. Dude. I'm just, Please just I'm, be I'm honest.
1: Just interested. I'm just I'm just very interested. I just need all of the information so I can hand it off. To my um, handler, so I can uh, get you in trouble because I am a cor- I am a corporate plant. I am a, a plant by the um, American justice system. I don't know where I was going with this. I'm implying that the fucking in I don't know. I don't know what I'm implying. What am I implying, Aaron? I don't know. I'm not inside your head. Well, get inside it. Okay. Okay. Get inside <laughs> well. My skull.
0: Uh, here's, here's, here's an analogy I think you'll really like, Craig, that I made in my notes. Uh, it, the right also doesn't want freedom of speech. How do we know this? I can guarantee that if I spoke about that, I, that, if Elon Musk said, I'm going to make sure that Twitter talks about the British occupation and mistreatment of the Irish people, Piers Morgan would go fucking mental. Because here's a fun fact British kind of didn't treat the Irish very well. And that is like, you know, but if you fucking tell fucking Gammon that, they'll fucking go mental about it. Because right wingers also would, you know, complain about how that's like cancel cult- culture wokeness, and, like, you can't say that, even though it is, like, an objective fact that the British were kind of bad to the Irish people. So that is you trying to gatekeep free speech as well. It is. Just say it, right-wingers. Just say I don't want total free speech. It's fine. Um, it's kind of crazy. It's Aaron was of... going
1: to say something, because Aaron's been, like, researching all of the like, Irish struggles and stuff. Oh, but, yeah. like, it all, like, they were just like, had their finger over the mute uh, unmute button when she was like pause for like three seconds i very much agree with you i i i always say
2: i the northern ireland is the last colonial asset of the united kingdom but you know this is unfortunately not a mainstream or popular view and yeah like you said if i said that online if i online offline in public I would get very bad reception for saying something like that. When it is true, it is a fact. It's not even that this is my opinion. It is a fact. But, yeah, I would, well, I, I wouldn't call it cancelling, but if I was a conservative, then, yeah, I'd be like, oh, my God, everyone's trying to cancel me. But oh, my God, the
1: left try is trying to silence an in, this me. This is an
2: intrinsic fact.
1: Yeah. it's so a done. fact of the universe, the Irish app. <laughs> <laughs> had their their few struggles.
0: Yeah, the Irish the kind of had it a bit rough. For one.
1: Um, yeah, it's it's yeah, just yeah, so dumb. Irish like have had fucking it a bit rough, and we don't like the Black and Towns, and we don't like England for sending over the Black and Towns, and effectively endorsing the rape and murder of Irish citizens.
2: Also, just a side note about Elon Musk as well, who is a uh, uh, wants to position himself as a free speech superhero. He makes his employees sign NDAs. <laughs> like... Yeah, he's, like, really if, anti-union. If, if that is it's not free speech, I don't know what is.
0: I think he, he got he got sued by, solid like, a, it's, like, over 100, like, speech. black workers. It might be, like, over 500 black workers, like, have got, like, Something sued from like him that. because they were trying to, like, arrange unions. And it's like, oh, yeah, unions mm. is one of the best ways workers can get free speech. And suddenly, as soon as it comes to unions, he's like, no, 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 no. fuck free speech, take away free speech. Um. Also, he, in this, like, ele- in the last election cycle i think he donated seven times more to the republican causes than to the democrat causes there's no fucking way this guy wrote, voted fucking democrat you're telling me that fucking he voted democrat under joe biden the guy who literally said i want to endorse a billionaire <laughs> tax no we fucking did not my that guy that's just stupid of course he doesn't yeah what's shock that a fucking billionaire is a republican i am shocked it's so stupid he's not
1: a fucking centrist. i am shocked i am appalled i am just so wow i could not see this coming uh yeah, this it's is, so dumb. this is a shocking and I am I am shocked and I am appalled. I am shocked and appalled.
0: Yeah. The last thing I'm just gonna sum up on this point, like I said this in my notes. The fact that the right that are anti-CRT, don't say gay, the Tories who are banning protests are legitimately seen as defenders of free speech is fucking criminal. Like we should be able to call this out so easily. Um and and I don't think we do it enough, which is very, very true. Uh the other thing we want to chat about um, briefly, because we, we've spoken about this for quite a while, so I'll try and make this section a little bit shorter, but it absolutely needs to be spoken about. It's the um, Supreme Court um, leak. So, basically, I think it was start of last week, there was a leaker um, in, like, you know, the Supreme Court, who leaked that Roe v. Wade was going to be overturned. And it is absolutely batshit insane that it happened. We covered this earlier, namely talking about Texas's, like, abortion rights uh, earlier. So we spoke about the history of Roe v. Wade and stuff. I think that was episode three or four. So, for Instrid check that out. But it is so fucking awful. There is not a single state in America currently that has more than 30% support for banning abortion. And yet now because it looks very likely that the Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned, up to 26 states, so over half of the country, could be at risk of having abortion straight up banned. Um, the Democratic response has also been absolutely shocking. Lots of votes for me. And, you know, oh, if, well, rather than actually codify Road v. Wade, which lots of Democratic presidents, including um, Barack Obama and Joe Biden, have said they wish to do, they're like, oh, just vote for us. If, if you vote for us next time, then we'll definitely codify Roe v. Wade. We know we've said we've done it before, but next time we, we, we definitely, definitely will. And it's like, yeah, it's also insane to me that the Republicans who have no control of the House, the Senate or the White House are able to literally pass a law banning Roe v. Wade that has, like, no Democratic support. And, are, and the fucking Democrats in power, who have every single available opportunity to codify Roe v. Wade so it cannot be overturned, do literally nothing. It's like, as, as Aaron said earlier, the right is just such good election machines. They know what their voters want. They secure it any means possible. And then the left is just a, such a fucking wet blanket. They can't even do something as uncontroversial as codify Roe v. Wade. It's so
1: stupid. They don't want to do anything to upset people, okay? They just want to make everyone happy. I
2: I do feel that
1: they... Because I was
2: thinking that, you know, executive orders exist in America. So really and truly, if Biden wanted to do anything, write an executive order, sign it, and it's done. But they know that that would hurt them electorally. And I would say... I imagine on the left, the fear is, okay, we know we could do this, but it will hurt us electorally. And, you know, sure, we've got two more years left in office, but how do we know that they will forgive us at the ballot box in in four years' time? And I feel like that is a large part of the reason why, unfortunately, outside of the political sphere, the left is always making progress, um, which is evidenced by the fact that as... As time progresses, younger people are having progressively more progressive views. But unfortunately, the people who turn up at the ballot box are not those same people. So (coughs) I imagine that's always the consideration that they're making. My response to that is, honestly, stop being a pussy and just do it. It doesn't really make... I, I don't think it would actually make that much of a difference to how things would out in the short term, I advocate for a communist revolution, but I know that's not happening in my lifetime. If that were happening in the next ten years, then I would say, yeah,
1: silly commie.
2: But you know, it's not happening in my lifetime. Just because you're you... dating
1: someone called Red doesn't mean you have to be a commie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: True. No. Speaking of, I, I just a short point as well. I said the other day that I think that we are going through the second Red Scare. If you look at the rhetoric, that is... I'm <laughs> very scary. True, if... no, Red is terrifying. If you, if Fuck we... you! I'm joking,
0: we love Red. Red if is we... not if,
2: if we look at a lot bad, of the right. rhetoric that's coming out of the US right at the moment, especially now that Trump has gone, I've, I do feel like when Trump was there, they had a figurehead that kind of gave them some level of stability, whereas now he's kind of not, and they're they're splintering a tiny bit. The views are getting more and more extreme, and they don't actually have any. At the moment, the right in America, the Republican Party, doesn't have any policy standpoints. Their main thing is socialist, scary, bad. Yeah, but like, where where is the ideology apart from the fascism? There isn't. So yeah, yeah, I, I do think really scarily we're probably seeing the beginnings of the second Red Scare, which is not fun. I think
0: I think it's definitely an interesting point to make. I mean, it does seem as though a lot of stuff is literally like, how often do we hear like about how wokeness has gone too far and too bad? Like, generally, someone standing on a platform of, I'm anti-woke, I'm going to get rid of all this woke BS, is going to do really well in not just the US, but I think over here as well. Like, that is inherently, politics has never been more reactionary. When your whole thing can be, I am going to undo, like, all this woke, progressive stuff that another party is doing. Like, that shows what it is. And I do think it is a point, like... a a lot of the stuff they're doing is just like tons of scare tactics but it's also so insane and the other point i want to mention on this whole thing is like this is why i'm always so passionate about defending rights all the time because it's like abortion has been a human right in the u.s for like 60 years so most people in the u.s their entire lifetime abortion has been a right yet because of fucking batshit insane people it looks like it's going to be fucking overturned in over potentially up to over half the states in the u.s uh And it's like, this is why you have to constantly fight for your rights. Because you can't just... I'm not saying that, like, women have given up and suddenly don't give a shit about abortion anymore. My point is this. There will always be someone who is going to fucking... If they want to implement the fucking you know go back to the times where only the cis straight white man had any rights because i'll always be someone with that opinion so you always have to fight out and call out and challenge those things wherever possible and i think you know the response to roe v wade was another huge reminder of that it was also really funny to see like how whiny everyone's getting being like oh yeah we're america we're a free country we love free speech but guys guys you can't go outside you can't go outside the house of the supreme court representatives and protest guys that's really really bad you can't do that um the whole system as well is is fucking wild like the fact that five of the nine supreme court judges were appointed by two republican presidents and both of those popular uh, both of those presidents didn't get the the majority of the vote they won because of the electoral college system but they actually both times george w bush and donald trump got less votes than um their candidates hillary clinton and al gore and it's like insane to me that that's the system that works it's fucking wild
1: Honestly, I don't understand why the electoral college exists. Just to, to keep the ha- the power out of the hands of the people, I guess. It's but, so um, Yeah, because it, it, the electoral college exists to keep the power out of the hands of the people. In case the people make a mistake, yeah. it exists to keep the status quo. But, but you know, is... democracy, democracy doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. Democracy, yeah, is, democracy is the a... next best system. To it fascism. is a legal fiction. <laughs> Democracy is the next best system to fascism. Democracy is d- bad and it doesn't work on the on uh... and America isn't even a democracy it's a democratic republic Yes. yeah um so. as a side note i w- would
2: like to very quickly shout out this twitter thread that I saw i don't you know I don't know if there are any anyone if there's anyone listening in america um but I did see a twitter thread online that was talking about um abortions and the safety of at home abortions. And um, I think you can you can order the same uh, medication that you can access in clinics and use that at home instead of doing potentially unsafe, uh, do it yourself kind of methods.
1: I and... don't know if you should be doing that purely based on the fact that the... Um, this is also another thing that I've talked about previously. Mm. Um, if you are a woman or a um, a fab person, and you are using a application uh, like something like an app or something to keep track of your menstrual cycle, delete it immediately because they will use that to keep track of your um, menstrual cycle. All it takes is a warrant or a subpoena to get um, the information um, from those applications to keep track of your menstrual cycle and then they can see if you uh when and outside of the state to go get an abortion because that is going to be illegal too it is going to be illegal to travel outside of your state to get an abortion mm, that so is true. you need to but
2: you, this is why that person online was ad- was um making sure that people know this because obviously but then they can track your, pur- uh, your purchases online they can but this is so much less risky than in a medical sense this is so much less risky than taking any other measure to terminate your pregnancy
1: medically speaking it is safer but i do think that it is it has the same legal risk as it it has has the same legal risk and it is is more blatant as well i think it has
2: the same legal risk but i think you have to recognise as well that, unfortunately, people in these situations are desperate. They don't have any other choice. If they had any other choice, they would take it. And they're so desperate that, unfortunately, a lot of women in the US and a lot of people in the US do, you know, uh, use unsafe methods to terminate their pregnancies because they know what will happen if they try and seek professional medical help. Um, yeah, that's so. Quite... I I don't know specifically what that um, uh, resource was called, but I'm sure if you know you can Google it and it will be there. But I I was reading that it it uh, presents as a miscarriage and uh, it's it doesn't it doesn't give away anything that you've terminated your own pregnancy. But that is
1: something else they are looking at. Is, that is true. Is, is miscarriage. Well, this yeah, it's
0: also it's also just in general really hard to tell. Like, the, especially, like, third trimester yeah. um, abortions. It's really hard to tell the difference between a, a abortion and a miscarriage. In fact, there was a case a few weeks ago of a woman in America who got arrested. I think it was in Texas. She had a miscarriage, but they thought she got an abortion, so she got arrested. And it's like, this is the thing about how fucking bad banning abortion is. Like, as well as this, there's so much propaganda, like, oh, everyone getting an abortion is walking in at 38 weeks pregnant and getting an abortion. No. 92% mm-hmm. of abortions happen in the first trimester, which is, like... um like the first what like two three months what most people some people don't even realize they're pregnant like during the first trimester like the first mm. two two months of stuff like all of my like afab friends they're always like yeah i've missed my period by a month before i thought i was pregnant but i wasn't like it's actually more common than, than you'd think like um and, and there's so many abortions like that as well as that obviously goes about saying it's not going to ban abortion it's just going to ban safe abortion which is basically what we've been discussing like people are still going to do it um oh. And so, of course, yeah, if they're making it punishable, it's because it does seem so they're going to make it punishable as in, like, with jail sentences and stuff for people getting or, like, helping people to get abortions. You can't make a the difference between an abortion and a miscarriage. That's going to lead to people getting wrongfully arrested. It's fucking wild that it's even a policy in the first place. Um, there was a great article I saw um, that was, like, talking about places that have... Um, sorry, talking about places that, like, have uh, abortion funds. So the best places to go if you wish to support them uh, is... Um, access uh, for, for, for like different areas of the West uh, for, of the U.S. as well. Uh, there's a national fundraiser is the best one. The National Network of Abortion Funds has raised the fundraiser that splits your donation between more than 80 different abortion clinics stead across state lines. Uh, access reproductive care southeast uh, provides support to people in Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, South Carolina and Tennessee. Um, there's the Brigand Alliance, which is na- nationwide fund that supports people traveling long distance across country for late term abortions. Um, there's Indigenous Women's Rising, which protect Native's people's rights to equitable and safe options by providing financial aid to indigenous callers seeking abortions throughout the US and Canada. So those are all options that I would recommend checking out, as well as uh, I'll read out one more. Uh, Women's Reproductive Rights Assistance Project, which is the largest national abortion fund that provides funding for emergency contraceptives and abortions throughout the US, working directly with 700 clinics nationwide. And if you want to find this article, uh, it's GQ.com slash story slash how to support abortion access and it'll give you a link to tons of different ones so obviously if you wish to donate or whatever please do so um we've talked for quite I'd a while also about... highly
1: suggest becoming a registered member of uh the church of lucifer i think it is or church of satan no this is serious because they, yeah, they, they support uh, abortions, abortions are abortions oh. are a um a part of their beliefs So, legally speaking, Mm. you cannot block them from uh, committing uh, abortion due to the fact that uh, it is a part of their religious system.
2: As a law student, that's really cool, (laughs)
1: legally.
2: Legally speaking. It's unfortunate that this is what people have to resort to, but that is a fascinating legal loophole.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's interesting. It would Um, be a breach of their religious rights to stop them from having abortion. Yeah, so we've chatted about some pretty deep,
0: heavy stuff right until now. Now we're coming on to Red and my favorite part be a of the punch show. Card system. The, the Misc stuff, where we talk about little happy stuff. And we've got lots and lots of happy news to chat about. Number one, Lil Nas X announced a couple weeks ago he's going on tour, including one show in London on the 12th of November. But I believe all the tickets are sold out really? by now, which is devastated. I'm just very hyped to see Lil, oh, one, no. Lil Nas X Oh, no! I know. How cool would it be if we've I can... want to have sex with Lil Nas. <laughs> We'll have to wait until Why next can I time. Sex, little it's so sad. Um, yeah, so he's it going on Twitter. I'm crying. Um, Canada also ended a ban on blood donations for gay and bi men, as they should. Um, Spanish Ooh. government has Yay. launched a free rainbow phone helpline for, with LGBTQ plus advice and support. And as a result of this, the UK government are launching a brand new phone line called Conversion, where they give you therapy until you stop wanting to transition Um, Red please laugh at this funny joke it was a very funny joke I just made
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you Red it was really good
0: and Aaron for laughing Uh, no I think they are actually government are actually launching like a thing about basically if you're being offered conversion therapy they can like give you like advice about it over the phone or something to like I I think or it might be like an anonymous phone system is like something for conversion therapy. I can't really remember. Basically, it's like, oh, if you've been offered conversion therapy, call up this helpline and they'll help you out. Rather than, you know, you could just ban conversion therapy for trans people, but apparently that's going to, you know, be fine.
1: Um, RuPaul's Drag Race 7. so damaging to the economy though, Ray. Yeah, it's so
0: bad if the fucking like religious groups who are charities can't convert gay people. I mean,
1: trans people. Um, yes, it would be. It I would damage know everything, come on, the economy Ray, it's so important we the need Tories to love ruining the economy. economy have you not seen the Tories
0: like policies the last 10 years they love ruining the economy,
1: anyway um, so, uh,
0: RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 7 is the first ever winner season of RuPaul's Drag Race, a couple weeks ago I slagged off RuPaul's Drag Race says I wasn't that hyped for it, but honestly pretty hyped for this winner season, there's all sorts of iconic cast members in this uh, there's um, Shea Coulee who's one of my fave queens of all time um, there's Monet Exchange, uh, then on Binary, we love her. Uh, Them, uh, Evie Oddly, who won season eleven. J Dessence Hall, the Vivienne from Drag Race UK season one. Um, Jinx Monsoon. It's just, it's a great cast. It's honestly going to be really, really good. I'm very hyped.
2: Who is your favourite to win?
0: That's a very good question. I feel like, I don't know, Shayculey. It's probably got to be up there right like she's done really well every single time she goes on mm-hmm. drag race um she's also had like mm-hmm. like i think quite a lot of them only done one season i mean, I mean Monet exchange has done two mm-hmm. uh they've done all stars four as well as um their season but like evie oddly's only been on one season jada only did one season Vivienne's only done one season i feel like shay koolay's like mm-hmm. you know she's done a season of all stars she's also was great in like her season season nine i believe like yeah i think she'll be like one one of the favorites to win to be honest and i love shay so that's mm-hmm. honestly fine if she wins again <laughs>
2: I think for me, probably my top three to win, Shay, uh, Raja. I think maybe she could potentially sneak in as a dark horse. Oh, I don't she... think, especially because she's from season two. Um, well, not season two, is it season three season
0: three, Raja won? Season three she won.
2: Um, and who was the last person I was going to say? If I can remember. No, I can't. <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. You can let us know your
0: predictions. Uh, I'm actually hyped uh, for that. It's going to be really, really good. Um, as well as this, some massive news that came out like earlier on this week, on Monday. Uh, Jake Daniels has become the first openly gay footballer since Justin Fashionu, 32 years later. Obviously, the story of Justin Fashionu was actually pretty sad. He basically got, like, pressured into coming out for quite a long period of time and then like when he did he did an interview with the sun and like gave tons of scoops and stuff and yeah didn't have the nicest time didn't have the best reception and unfortunately ended up taking his life but jake daniels he's just 17 it's such a brave thing to do and we honestly love that for him i hope you know it would just be great i love i love jake daniels iconic he plays for blackpool they were like one of my teams that i really really liked in in they were like my team of you know league one this season and now they've got a gay player so obviously even better they're 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 the best. We love
1: them. Ray, you cut out. Oh, what?
0: I cut out. Uh,
1: oh, no. Ray?
0: Hello? Can you not hear me? I can hear me. Um, hello? Hi? Hello? hello? Can you hear me again?
1: Hello? Hello? Yeah, the internet isn't doing so well. I'm trying to load a Safari page right now, and it's just not working.
0: Oh,
1: well... So, oh, there we go. Um, That's okay. Well, So... Yeah. I- I think I think we need to gloss through the rest of the misc topics. I mean, that was our final misc
0: topic. So actually, your internet dying is happening. Perfect time. Yeah. So Oh this my has goodness. been. Yay. I think we've been a, a record-breaking Rage podcast this time. We've talked about like more topics than ever. We've had a a guest host, which was pretty iconic. We had, you know, it's just been great all round. Um, so I hope you've enjoyed. It was like a month since we last recorded, but hopefully we'll be recording quick the next time with hopefully a pride special i'm actually away at the start of june but we'll try i didn't go away till the fifth so we'll try to record one like in those first four days to give you some content before we okay. go uh for i'm away for like 10 days um yeah it's been cute aaron thank you for coming on as well giving some insightful comments fred as always
1: me.
0: good to okay. chat to you
1: should, should i should, should i close out the show you
0: can close out the show do what you want to do
1: okay i'll do it i'll do it this is the NB Rage Podcast. Thank you for all coming in. Um if you don't uh subscribe to us, like the podcast, um share it to all of your friends. I will know that you have listened, because little did you know that Ray has actually been secretly doxing all of our listeners to me. I have your addresses. I am coming to your homes right now, sprinting at breakneck speed, and I will actually, actually put gin into all of your like feet and i will wrap them in like bubble wrap so when you wake up in the morning your 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 feet will be massively dehydrated because they have had gin soaking into them for the past eight hours and you know what thank you for listening uh this has been the mb rage podcast with myself red uh my gracious uh um, co-host uh, Ray that does so much research. I am literally just the person thank that reacts you. to everything that's on the podcast. <laughs> I am that person because I am evil. And my wonderful boyfriend Aaron. Um, thank you for co- thank you for guesting again. Um, thank you guys. Ciao. Yeah,
0: no problem. I'll see you soon. Bye, besties.